What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Guess what, Mango? What's that, Will? I'm going to share a fact that you didn't know was coming your way. So did you know that Truman <laughs> Capote loved paperweights? That is so strange. I know, but apparently he was a huge fan of them. So I, I feel like paperweights are one of those things that you only had because your kid made it for you for Christmas. Like, right. like they glued some feathers and a pipe cleaner to a rock and now you can't throw it away. Yep, <laughs> but, I got one of those sitting right here. <laughs> but I, I don't think I've ever bought a paperweight. Have you? It's not like I live in a windy house or anything. Yeah, I can't say that I've ever saved up to buy a paperweight, but apparently there's quite a market for them. And Capote had an amazing eye for them. According to the Paris Review, he went to the auctions in Europe and Asia just to see these things. <laughs> and he'd check out thrift shops and even buy them for like 20 bucks. And they turn out to be worth like $4,000, a $4,000 paperweight. <laughs> this isn't something I made up. He really did this stuff. But I mean, like, unless you're using a diamond for a paperweight, I really don't see how it could be worth that much. I don't know, but he loved them. And, and Capote actually had one in his collection that was from Italy. Amila Fiore, and it was worth $7,000. <laughs> Apparently, he called paperweights a, quote, fragment of a dream. <laughs> but after finding that story, I thought we should do today's nine things on office supplies. So let's dig in. Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Part-Time Genius. I'm Will Pearson, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend, Mangesh Hatikater. On the other side of that soundproof glass, shuffling folders around in his Lamborghini Trapper Keeper. Look at that thing. <laughs> Man, that's our pal and producer, Tristan McNeil. So, Mango, I know we love our office here at How Stuff Works, and actually, I've seen you bring your kids in a few times, and do they love coming into the office here? Yeah, of course. I mean, they think it's such a treat. I don't know if you did this, but I, I used to go to my dad's office, and this is when he worked at the experimental station at DuPont, which was their big research facility. And I, I remember thinking it was just so exotic, right? Like, it was this secret world. He'd go to do important things, and 
when I was there, I'd get to peek into his lab setup that he had near his desk. It was super cool. I mean, my kids just like coming to the office here because Tamika and Ember keep it stocked with candy and snacks. But uh, <laughs> actually, you know, I, I think it's from coming in. But my, my daughter's obsessed with having meetings with her friends now. Like, <laughs> she just keeps talking about meetings she's got to go to at recess and meetings she's got with her friends after school. And I think it's because I'm always rushing off to meetings. And and so what does she do at these meetings? Uh, mostly she just comes in in a huff and says, oh, Honor and I had to cancel our meeting today. It's so annoying. And and you'll be like, why? And she'll say, you know, a monster attack. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty accurate. And that's kind of what happens with us every once yeah, in a definitely. while. You know? <laughs> well, we, we started the show off talking about paperweight. So, uh, so where do you want to go from there, Mango? I think I'm going to start with pencils. So do you remember the Sudoku trend from like a decade or so ago? Yeah, it was everywhere. And actually, this is a short aside, but I remember one of our editors at our book publisher, she was telling us how it was her job to edit Sudoku and that there was basically no difference between them. You could get them in easy, medium or hard, but beyond that, there's no personality to the thing. So her job was to come up with different book covers. And so she turned them into like a salsa jar cover or have them say like mild, medium or spicy and things like that. <laughs> Which I'm sure gets like challenging after a while, right? Like how many categories can you come up with? But here's what I wanted to say about pencils. So after Sudoku took off in England, the Chicago Tribune reported that pencil sales in the country went up 700%. Isn't that insane? That is crazy. Yeah, but, but uh, there's also a bonus pencil fact I have here. Part of the reason that NASA uses pens in space is because sharpening pencils sends all these wooden flakes into the air. I mean, that's pretty obvious. But first, they switched to mechanical pencils before they made the move to pens. And this was in 1965. NASA ordered 30 or so mechanical pencils from a company and paid about $130 for each one. And what? there was actually so much outrage from the public about spending that much money on pencils that they switched to pens, which, of course, means astronauts have to be extra careful when they do their Sudoku in space. I mean, that is crazy. But all right. Well, speaking of mistakes, did you know what they used to use before rubber erasers? Apparently, they used wheat bread <laughs> and, and, and it had to be wheat, I think, not rye or pumpernickel. And anyway, this comes from mental floss. But in 1770, a guy named Edward Name was writing and made an error. So he reached for his leftover wheat loaf, I guess, and he accidentally <laughs> grabbed a piece of rubber and started erasing and was delighted when he realized it performed even better than the wheat bread. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible life hack, right? Like, yeah. you wear down the eraser on your pencils, just stuff some bread in there instead. Exactly, yeah. But, uh, doesn't it seem like the pencil markings would just get all smudgy? Like, I can't imagine it works that well. <laughs> well, we'll have to try this one out later. All right, so what's your next one? Well, how about we move on to the stapler? So uh, if you love the 1999 cult classic movie Office Space, you probably remember the character Milton and his red swing line stapler that he was obsessed with. So, Definitely. you know, after the movie came out, it bombed in theaters, but it did well on DVD. And swing line started getting tons of calls for their red stapler. The only problem was swing line never actually made a red stapler. The, <laughs> the one in the movie had been custom painted by a prop designer, I guess, to make it pop off the screen or whatever. So people actually made a business of it. They, they started DIYing it. They spray painted their own. And suddenly there was this hot market on eBay for it. And eventually, like, Swing Line wisened up and released a, quote, Rio Red version to quell the demand. I love that people can get attached enough to a concept in a movie that they, like, need a red stapler. It's uh. such a... <laughs> Weird thing. All right. Well, here's a quick one about uh, post-it notes. 
There's, of course, a well-known origin story where a scientist created a very weak glue that no one knew how to use, and eventually he used it for temporary bookmarks in his hymnal, and it kind of took off from there. But what's interesting is that for something so temporary, they actually have quite a bit of sticking power. So in 1996, a Post-it note actually survived on a trip from Vegas to Minneapolis on the nose of a jet plane. What? It was put there as a reminder for the Vegas ground crew, but it clung on through 500 mile per hour speeds and minus 56 degree temperatures. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I mean, it's like the little Post-it that could. It definitely was. But uh, all right. So where do you want to take it from here? So I, I've actually got a great story that Christopher told me about, and it's about the highlighter. And you know how they always come in these fat and flat shapes? So mm-hmm. th- this is something I'd never thought about, but the story is really funny. So apparently this guy, Gunter Schwanhauser for, from the Schwann Pencil Factory. You know the Schwann Pencil Factory, right? I, of course I know the Schwann Pencil Factory. <laughs> well, he'd, he'd seen a highlighter in the U.S. in the 1970s, and he wanted to release his own version back in Germany. So he had his technicians and designers bring him a bunch of these, like, clay prototypes for some reason. But when he saw them, he was completely irritated Like, none of them had the right ergonomic feel or something, and it didn't feel right in his hand. So, in his anger, he slammed his fist down on the clay models. And when he looked at the flattened shape, he was like, this is genius. Like, (laughs) that's the shape that feels good in your hand. And, uh, I mean, I I just think that's so cool. But he also called the product the boss because bosses don't write things. They just point out important things that other people write. And I imagine a guy named Gunter Schwanhauser would uh, would slam his fist down every once in a while. Definitely. Well, here's something neither of us are fancy enough to own, and that's $1,500 business cards. For one card or for like a set of them? Apparently one card. So this is from 2012, where a company called Black Astrum in England started making a card of Swiss metal construction. And more than 30 carats of diamonds were in each card. I mean, if I got handed one of those, I just think you're really bad at business. Yeah. Well, <laughs> someone must be buying. The custom handcrafted cards are sold in packs of 23, 50, or 100. And just because you're wealthy doesn't mean you can purchase them. They're only obtainable through an exclusive invite. <laughs> I love that sort of pomposity. Like, you have to be invited to throw away your money here. <laughs> so, right, right. I, I know we've got a couple more facts to share before we declare a winner, but let's take a quick break first. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Welcome back to Part-Time Genius, and we're talking facts about office supplies. Now, Mango, it's your last fact, so what do you want to talk about? I want to talk about cubicles, which are always a touchy subject, and they were touchy at our last office. I'm sure you remember this. Like Some people yeah. loved them. Some people felt closed off from all the conversations around them, and, and you know, we kept experimenting with the office design. Like We had big cubes and then these more open office spaces, but... Uh, but did you realize that cubicles were actually designed to free office workers from their uninspired workplace settings? Really? Yeah, this is another thing Christopher told me, but the things were originally called the action office and was meant to free workers <laughs> from the tyranny of those classroom-style offices that you see in old movies where, like, all these desks are in a big hall facing the same way. But the designer, who's named uh, Robert Probst, he designed them in the 60s and actually hated how they were used in the 80s and 90s, and, and this is how he put it. The dark side of this is that not all organizations are intelligent. Lots are run by crass people who can take the same kind of equipment and create hell holes. They make little bitty cubicles and stuff people in these barren rat hole places. Wow. He was not a fan. No, I, think, I don't but, think so. You know, I always love that book from Quirk about how to wallpaper your cubicle and make it like tiki themed or how to design it. So it was like your cabin in the woods or something like that. I know, it's so great. So well, what's your last fact? All right, so just like cubicles and open offices, another thing that goes in and out of fads seems to be desk chairs. And and right now, standing desks are obviously super popular. We can just look around in the office here and see so many people using them. I know, I feel like it made this like progression, right? From like these super ergonomic chairs to yoga balls for a while. Suddenly, like everyone was bouncing on yoga balls and now all of a sudden everyone is standing. Oh, that's right. But apparently none of this is new. The ministers have been preaching standing desks since at least 1797 when this Presbyterian minister, his name was Job Orton, he was telling people that a sedentary life was dangerous. And he claimed that, quote, it must be your resolute care to keep your body upright as possible. Never stoop your head or bend your breast. To prevent this, you should get a standing desk. That's crazy that he used those exact words. Like, he kind of should have trademarked them, right? Yeah, and another minister in 1836, this guy was named Ebenezer Porter, claimed that the standing desk is good for those, quote, who have the animal vigor to sustain the exhaustion it occasions. <laughs> animal vigor. Yeah, no, that's what it takes. But <laughs> if you're on the fence about using a standing desk, you should know there are some historical figures who were early adopters. Thomas Jefferson used what, what he called a tall desk to draw blueprints, and Winston Churchill also used the standing desk to lay out galley proofs. 
I mean, Churchill also used to spend half his day naked in a bathtub, like drinking straight gin martinis. So right, I'm that's not, how I work. I'm not sure I need to follow his model, but <laughs> I do like knowing that this trend has come full circle. And since you've changed my mind on standing this, I want you to take home today's trophy and use it as a paperweight. All right. Well, thanks so much. And uh, that's it for today's episode. We will be back with a full length episode tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening. the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of 1 carat plus and receive a free natural 1 carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings.